Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we are determining the official Bush League Gaming 2021 Game of the Year. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today. He can never commit to plans because he needs his schedule to be open in the event that he meets Tim Cook, hits it off, and gets adopted. Your favorite Crip boy, Nick Beard. <laughs> Dude. Sometimes you gotta have big dreams. Mine are just big. <laughs> just getting adopted Nick. by Tim Cook. <laughs> Nick, guess who came up with that one? Ryan, who came up with yeah, that one? I came up with that one. <laughs> Shockers. I mean, in general, that's Nick, why it's funny, Nick. For the for the next like three years, you can just assume you uh, that Ryan came up with your intros. Like I have that. Yeah, I yeah. filled it out. Yeah. Okay. Good. Some say that he pulls the crust off of his bread before eating a sandwich, but then eats the crust alone. All we know is that he's called George Kosarba. <laughs> Dude, I used to do that, George. Do you actually do that? That's, uh, that's, that's a psycho, psychopath indicator. Did you really, Ryan? Dude, I just admitted something. I just admitted <laughs> something on this podcast I shouldn't have. I thought I had community with George, but it turns out I was just yeah, admitting Turns something. out you're just a sociopath. Also, Ryan, you yeah. sent me that intro at one point like six months I ago. I did send that because it was something about myself that I apparently didn't like. So it's really true? But, dude, I straight up. I used to rip the crust off, eat it separate, and then I would eat my sandwich. There's so many things wrong with you, Ryan. So many. This okay. Is, but I, I but you would eat the sandwich, though. Oh, so I would still eat the sandwich. See, I thought you'd just yeah. eat the crust and throw away the sandwich. That's it all ends That's up better. in the same place. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> he still has a MySpace account that he uses exclusively to upload pictures of his feet. Leader of the Ten Nights, Ryan Scalp. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, God. No one wants to nice see feet, that. Though. Really Dude, nice no feet. one wants to see that. I have this interesting fact about me. I'm, I tend to overshare, but here we go. Um, <laughs> I have one hair on each foot. And I'm a hairy dude, so you would think I'd have hairy feet. I have one hair, and my my wife she makes fun of me for it. I mean, it's like literally just in one spot, same same exact spot on both feet. I think we're going down a dark path today. I can send you some photos. <laughs> today <laughs> we're here to like help Ryan. To I'll a, give you my Facebook. Today we're establishing out, the 2021 <laughs> game of the year for Bush League Gaming. Before this goes down a hole, I don't want to know. Um, I have some kind of overview of how this is going to be structured. My MySpace song is These Boots Were <laughs> Meant For Walking. <laughs> Which version? Which version? Or it the is. soundtrack to Happy Feet. <laughs> just feet-related things. I yeah. really I really want you to create a MySpace account just dedicated to your feet now. That's a Patreon yeah. perk. Only I they get access that. to that link. Maybe. For Patreons, maybe. <laughs> I love them that much. All right, guys. Um, game of the Year 2021. We're going to change things up a little bit this year. We're not doing the exact same way we did last year because Ryan and Nick saw some no, holes no, 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 in no, my no. structure. What? This is totally I Ryan. built my I entire to top ten around this plan. See, this is what a good Again. this is this is what a, a good uh, host does is when they see the holes, they fill those holes, and I filled those holes this year. So, dude, you, you filled, you those, filled holes. those holes. The huh? way yeah. we're going to work through this is I'm going to read. So, first off, for the listener. Each one of these guys, including myself, we all sent the top 10, our top 10, personal top 10 to me. I tallied those results. The way I did it is 
someone's number one game gets 10 points. Their number two game gets nine points, et cetera, et cetera. So the, this is so lame. their best. Well, Brian, hold, hold your tongue there. Okay. I have, I have a plan around this. Okay. Okay. The problem with that approach, that's very clear when you look at these is that it's geared towards games that we all played. So if we all four played a certain game, it's higher on the list simply because we all ranked it. Um, there's a lot of really good games that we each didn't play. So we are going to use that list that I tallied, our, top, our cumulative top 10, as a baseline. Once we have that baseline, we're going to discuss if we want to move anything up, in, or out. Okay? Is that fair? Is that fair, Ryan and Nick? It's yeah, better. better. It's better. better. It's better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ryan, um, you're the one who killed the Golden Pony last year. So you this did. Is your you fault. did. Everyone it, should no watch last year's episode because I just <laughs> manipulated these two so hard. Hmm. You've got no one to blame but yourself for this year. This is Ryan's Dude. fault. It is truly Ryan's tanked. fault. My, my what? It's your fart. <laughs> I tanked all the rankings last year for the sake of saving a few games that I cared about. And it was hilarious, but they, it worked. They got in the top five. Anyways, just to be clear about this, the, if it's ranked in a certain spot, that's not its permanent spot. We will discuss different locations for it. And it's basically, you have to make a good case for it. Um, friendships will be ruined today. They'll be made (laughs) today. Um, but you can advocate for your game to move up or down or in. So, Jacob, now I'm getting what you're saying about having me here kind of throws a wrench in this. It's a good wrench. You three, you're gonna ruin everything. Play all the games together, and most of my list is games you guys probably even haven't heard of. That's it, not except, true. Well, the ones that you have played, though, now I'm, it's gonna like skew it. Just to be Big clear, just be, George is no, 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 George no, no, no. probably plays like PC build simulator. <laughs> Alien rocket station. Just to he be plays hospital waiting room simulator. George, to give you a little wow. Just to give I know, you more I take confidence. Issue with what Nick just said right now. <laughs> what was that? What did he say, dude? He's, on the last he's podcast, still roasting me for bringing up Kerbal Space Program. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go go look at our uh, most is anticipated that, episode. The little green aliens. Yeah, it is. You, you <laughs> know the fact that you know that makes me sick. It's a good game, my, dude. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Awesome, my dude. I have a coworker. Who pulled his kids out of school to homeschool them on the Kerbal Space Program? <laughs> That's kind of sad, but that sounds anyway. like child abuse. It? <laughs> it does a bit of child abuse. I can't so, add, but I am really good at Kerbal Space Program. Okay, so <laughs> George, um, to give you a little bit more confidence, you probably completed more games than Ryan this year. So just to make that clear, you are you have a voice here today. And it's worthy really? of being I only submitted a top nine because I didn't have enough games. Ryan, Ryan barely submitted a top ten. I know he pretty much has a top nine. Okay, we'll get into that. I played the crap out of my top nine, though. You did. And like okay. I said, we will be we will be moving things, right, George? So there's some games that really made the top high marks because you put it very high. So we will adjust those accordingly. Let's start off with the top six through ten. I'm going to break this up to two categories. There's the six through 10. There's the one through five. So six through 10, I'm going to read it from the bottom up, and then we're going to adjust those accordingly. Within the six through 10, we have a tie, a three-way tie for top 10. Okay. So our first thing we need to settle is this three-way tie. Actually, let me read everything first, and then we'll settle the three-way tie. Um, The three tied 10 spots, Diablo 2 Resurrected, Eastward, Guardians of the Galaxy. Those are, those are tied for 10. Number nine, Age of Empires. Number eight, Death's Door. Number seven, Flight Simulator, Xbox version. And number six, Metroid Dread. 
Um, I knew that would be a big, a big deal. <laughs> For audio listeners, Ryan maybe is, he's turning red. Uh, he might pass out, I think, after this is delicious. That. It is delicious. I was very excited to deliver that message. Is this because I got a negative 10? So yeah, I, I didn't even. I'm furious. So I didn't this, even put it on my list. This is the thing, I'm guys. Furious. This is the thing. You didn't even put it on your list. <laughs> he, he didn't. This is the thing. Um, I can't, can't eject Nick. Ryan, it can still <laughs> move up. Okay, so let's let's settle our top t- our our ten spot right now. Guardians of the Galaxy, Eastward, or Diablo Two. Um, right now, Diablo Two was only voted by George. Eastward yeah, was, was only voted by Nick. And Guardians was voted by both Ryan and myself. Um, okay, so Guardians, screw Eastward. Wait a minute, hold on. Are we already doing the Golden Pony, Ryan? There is no Golden Pony. We are just debating. Ryan's trying to shoot my, my pony. Golden Pony. I choose is Metroid Dread. Good. It's going to stay on the list. Number six. <laughs> it's. Gonna, I, I think we. To, just to jump ahead, I do think we need to adjust Metroid Dread potentially, but for now. I firmly I think that Guardians should stay in the number 10 spot. I think we should throw it Eastward and Diablo 2 um, if you two are open to it, Nick and George. I Guardians probably should be above Diablo 2. I, yeah, I agree. And I think, well, this would throw out Eastward regardless, but I played, I did get Diablo 2, big Diablo fan, not very happy about it. So it would be uh, so he, didn't hold up. Here, huh? hold that thought actually, real quick. Diablo two, let's it's thrown out, right? What what would we mean when we say thrown out? Like it's just not gonna be top ten. It's not gonna be in top ten. Oh oh, this is all for tenths. Tenth we're, we're only yeah. establishing a top ten game of the year, and then we will establish our number one spot together. Yeah, I can't not have uh, Eastward on there. I'm gonna fight someone. Okay, so here mm-hmm. let's let's debate this next one then. Ajax? I feel this gracious. I feel this gracious letting it be in the tenth spot. Let's just. I can't believe that you even consider that game. Eastward, comparable to Metroid Red. Wait, hold on. Eastward is going to be is number ten spot. Metroid. He Dread. didn't put it Metroid Dread in his top ten. Okay. No, because I rage quit after five yeah, hours. Let's. We'll, you can rage about Metroid Dread when we get there. Hold that thought. Um, okay. I want to talk about our number. <laughs> okay. Our number nine spot was off by one point to be in the number ten spot. And that's Age of Empires 4. And the only person who voted for that was George. Um, it was on my runner-up list. So I do want to have this 9-10 debate. Um, do we throw out Age of Empires and, and put Eastward in and keep Guardians? Do we keep Age of Empires there? George, how firm are you on Age of Empires? That was your number seven game of the year. Do you think it should be on our cumulative 10? I don't know. So here, I think See, that's what's tough about this is because I haven't played those other games. It is. It's very tough. And this mm-hmm. is this is why we debate this is that I think Nick is very passionate about Eastward and I'm very passionate about Guardians. If you're not very passionate about Age of Empires, it's going to be thrown out. I'm another reason why I said Diablo should be thrown out is not just because I was unhappy with it like Nick, but it's also because it's a remaster. So yes. it's kind of like you should make way for the new stuff. Sure. And I kind of feel the same way with Age of Empires 4. It's the fourth in the series. It didn't really shock me. It was exactly what I thought it was going to be. I I wouldn't fight for it. Okay. And I I second your opinion there because to me, Age of Empires 4 is a really good remake of Age of Empires 2. That's how I feel about it. It's a great game. Um, I think Guardians 
is better than it. And I think Nick thinks Eastward's a really good game. And I think that to me, we should put Guardians at number, we throw Age out at number nine. So it goes Guardians number nine, Eastward number 10. Can we agree on that? Yeah, I'm totally happy with that. With and I, I didn't add that. Guardians to my I, list and I, I probably would if I could. Go what's back. the caveat, George? My caveat for Age of Empires 4 is that if the history modules had been out at the time of recording this, I might fight for it more. But right now, I'm just basing it on like the skirmish gameplay in the first campaign and like the parts of it that did feel like a remake of AoE 2. Um, I'm super looking forward to playing the, the history modules for that. And at that point, it, you know, I could find a, its place in my heart. I, I completely agree with that. So we were reviewing at the time. This is as of January 12th, 2022. Um, this is the current state of these games. Good note. So uh, agreed. Eastward, number 10. Guardians, number nine. At number eight, um, this is voted by myself and Nick. We have Death's Door. And I personally think that's a great spot for Death's Door. Um, any objections to keeping that there? I'm surprised it was that low because actually how you guys described it. Yeah, me too. I would have been happy with like a seven or a six there. Um, Nick, but I you, guess, like, I guess I would need to see your mouth. I guess I would need to games? see what the uh, what the, Brian. Gosh, if I could go back so and here. change my rating, I just got the fire suit. Things are better now. What's this? Yeah. So just so everyone knows, <laughs> Nick is now about to finish Metroid because he realized he was wrong. <laughs> I would make we'll two changes we'll, to my list if I could go up. back. I know it's going to move up. He on the rage quit. He did. Okay, so he here. Anyways, I want to I want to wrap it up here with so Death Store is number eight. We're not going to keep it there. Let's read the next the next uh, two here. So at eight we have Death Store. At I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. At eight we have Death Store. At seven we have Flight Simulator Xbox version, which, which was voted by myself and Ryan, which honestly is maybe really low when you think about it. But because it's kind of a re-release, that's why I think it's lower on our list. I'm okay with Flight Sim being seven, actually. And then at number I six, we have Metroid Dread, which personally I want Metroid Dread to move up. Um, so I'm with I'm going to back Ryan with that. So I think num- our number you. six spot is going to take something from our number five, and we'll discuss that when we get there. Our top five, because um, right now it's two against one. George hasn't played Metroid. Nick hasn't really beat it, and he has a negative opinion. Nick's a a dirty little pig man. So right now, do we think that Death's Door should be above Flight Simulator? I do, but I'm biased. I, I am just not really interested in flying an airplane. I am open to exploring Death's Door being above Flight Sim. Ryan, how strong are you on Flight Sim? Honestly, um, man, maybe this is a testament to Flight Sim. I believe it belongs in the top 10. But I am surprised, based on how you described Death Store, that it ended up below Flight Sim. All right. With that said, and how passionate Nick is, I would like to uh, petition that Death Store goes to number seven and Flight Sim goes to number eight. All in favor, say aye. 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 Thank you. All right. So, boys, right now. George didn't say aye. Wait, wait, wait. George didn't say aye, so the council George didn't play both of those games. I've played the crap out of Flight Sim. Not on Xbox. But see, that, that's the thing. If I knew we were counting it as a 2021 game, it would 100% be on my list at a high spot. That's and I would have fair. completely thrown off this list. 
That's all fair. right. Let's talk about that then. That's a great point. So you didn't play Death's if, Door. Yeah. If, if we're, I'm looking at my list, I would probably put Flight Sim at like four. Gosh, I knew it. Okay. So. That, that's a curveball. No, really, that's a curveball. Yeah. But I don't know. Death's Door. No, no, no. Nope, nope, nope. I think- Jacob, I think, uh, <laughs> am I allowed to say where I put it? No. Yeah, you can you can say where you put it. Just don't say your number one. I put one. Flight Sim at five. No one say they're number one. Um, you did hmm. put it at number five. So that would have been everybody voting for it. Wait, hold on. Hold on. No, I have Ryan's list. Ryan put it at six, and I put it at five. Your last list oh, you sent me. Nick didn't vote for it. Nick no, didn't no, no, no. <clears throat> did go for it. The last list I sent you is at five. I'm looking at it right now in our messages. Resend that I'll for send me. Send it to you again. Yeah, send it to me again so I make sure I have the right list here. Um, all right, guys. I think we keep it where it's at then because I don't think it's going to go up into the six realm. Um, all right. This is getting serious. Uh, countdown from 10 to six again. So 10, Eastward, 9, Guardians of the Galaxy, 8, Death's Door, 7, Flight Simulator, and 6, Metro Dread. Okay. I have to visualize this as I, we go. I advocate... Again, this is with the context that if this was Flight Sim's first year of release, this is—I <clears> know that this is a weird way to look at this. I'm putting Metro Dread above it right now because of the release, and I think. Oh yeah. Ryan backs up that. Um, so I think right now we're talking about an Xbox version of this game, Flight Sim. As are we going to lock in it at seven? Are we okay with that, George? Can you live with that? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that sits above Death Store then. It, it is above Death Store. If, Oh, okay. It, I, oh, I see what you're saying. Death Store yeah. is eight. So we're not going to change Death Store's location because of that. Okay. Yeah. It's fair. I definitely think it should be I concur. Uh, below, but I didn't play Light Sim and I'm super biased. So you didn't I play either of those games? Game. So, Nick, I will say your opinions are weighted. Nick has flown too many actual planes. Fair. That Flight Sim is just outrageously boring to him. Yeah. Brian, did you resend Sorry. your list? Yeah, I just did. Okay. I'm waiting for it to come through. Um, all right, guys. I'll so resend it again. On the topic of 6 through 10, is there anything you're super passionate about that wasn't mentioned that you would like to be on this 6 through 10? It's that a- depends on what everyone else's 1 through 5 yeah. is. So here, here. Assume can we, can I'm we looking do a at your 1 through fives. after we go through the 1 through 5. We can, but I'm looking at your 1 through 5s right now. And other than... Other than the ascent, there's nothing that's going to surprise you. So it's going to be like, your six through tens. That you mean the descent, <laughs> the descent. Um, Great movie. Is there anything that's that you think should be mentioned here in our our six through ten? Any runner ups that you have to mention? Anything like that? Um, I don't think. I don't think Sea of Thieves made it in the top five. Ryan, correct in Ryan, that? I have your list correct. By the way, you just sent it to me. Flight Sim was four for me. For you, it was five. You're correct on that. Yes. So just for okay. the record straight, my, my numbers are correct here. Um, see if Thieves did not make the top five or ten. Okay. Sea Honorable mention. See <laughs> if Thieves is not new last year, but it was uh, uh, the Pirates Life DLC came out. Yeah. And it was like the Pirates of the Caribbean. 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 So uh, if we're talking we had- about... Games that had big updates in 2021. I have a very different list. <laughs> um, Jacob, you didn't tell George the rules. So this is the thing. No, I sent him a whole separate section. Yeah, he says, did. 
updates oh, versus expansions. <laughs> it, it's it's they're Sea of Thieves is a weird game because it's a live service game. What was the George? Go ahead and mention the one that had a big update for you. Really big one. I know I, I always bring this up, but it's the racing semi play, which is a set of course of competizione. So every year it does a really big. Yeah, that last part. What was that last word? Say that slower, <laughs> slower. Competizione. Get the canzione. It's it was just a gargantuan update for the game. It completely overhauled a lot of the physics, the way the simulation uh, of a lot of the parts of the car happened. Tons of new content. I mean, it like completely reinvigorated the whole game, the whole community. So it's mm. uh, like that was huge. Kind of the way that it sounds like. The, Pirates of the Caribbean does it for Ryan, you know. And, and I will throw, in, I will throw in with Ryan. It does make it was a part of my runner-up as well. Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Life expansion. Yeah, that made me a list. Yeah. I mean, just because Jacob and I, I think it was the most fun we had playing Sea of Thieves specifically, yeah. which we love that game. Right. And so that's exactly how I felt about this. It was like this is the most fun I've had with this game now, you know, because of this huge update. So I was like, uh, this is what I've been playing. I've got like. 80 hours in this just in the last like two months. So, so I think what's <laughs> tough is like, especially for PC, I think PC gamers would be like rolling over in their grave if they like knew what we were leaving off the table because we just don't have access to that game. Cause I would definitely play that. I think if I had a, like, no, you wouldn't. I have that. It's a simulator. It's a racing sim. It is for it's people like George. Hardcore. Yeah. It's super it is for people like George. No, I, I mean that. He, he would like, agree. He would agree. I would agree. I don't recommend this game to people. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So probably like, not top ten. Yeah, great. I, I have a textbook you need to read before you play this game. Okay. <laughs> so here, let's let's come back around to our list here. Um, <laughs> I think that answers our question. It, do, it does answer the question, George. <laughs> would you be a pirate it, for a day? A, I think you it's would. It's a steep learning curve, <laughs> but on the other end of it, it's incredibly rewarding. George is speaking to two percent of our audience. Um, while a pirate's no, life speaks- I'm actually only thinking of Ethan Meister right now. You One are. person in the audience. You yeah. are absolutely. Shout out Ethan. Ethan out and Ethan. hey, Ethan's got a uh, something coming up here on this episode. So, um, oh great, guys. Ryan, are you going to advocate for Sea of Thieves in the top ten? Or are you okay just leaving it off the list for now? Uh, I think I'm okay. I th- did that not make your top ten list? It didn't. It was a runner up. Interesting. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay. I mean, apparently it'll, I mean, apparently I enjoyed our time together more than you did. So <laughs> I enjoyed our time together. <laughs> I thought it was special. All right, boys. I think we have our six you or 10 some, are somewhat settled with, uh, with the six through 10. So I'm going to read our six through 10 again. Metroid dread is in that pending spot to move up into the top five. We'll debate that when we get to the top five, number 10, Yes, we will. <laughs> eastward, number nine, guardians of the galaxy, number eight, death store, number seven, flight sim, number six, Metroid Dread. Guys, that's our six through ten. I have oh, okay. Uh, can I ask a question now? Please. Just real quick. Um, please. <laughs> so the games that all made it into the top ten so far had at least two people voting for them? No. So Eastward no, was some of them only Eastward. One. Eastward was solo by Nick. Oh, that's just you. Well, in any case, what are the games you guys have on your list that since no one else voted for it just fell off your top ten? So I'll start because I think mine's the easiest of that. The only thing that fell off my list. Mine would make you guys so mad. We'll get there. Mine was Psychonauts 2 was the only thing that fell off my list. Uh, that, was my okay. number, that was my number 10 spot. Not Rabbits? 
And that that came out in 2018, I think, or 2019. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is hey, the rabbits oh, no, are great. It's next year, this next year, 2022, next year. Yeah. Um, and here I can help. Some, yeah. Does anyone want to mention other things? That's that, a great game. Does anyone think that no one else voted for something that is on their list? Because I, I have the yeah, list definitely. Right here. I don't think anyone voted for Biomutant. You are wrong, my friend. Nick put Biomutant as number ten. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't think anyone put new Pokemon no, Snap. No one put new Pokemon Snap. <laughs> no one put that. <laughs> I uh, knew. I knew putting that on my list was going to at least make Jacob mad. So Ryan, so it C- had to be there. Sea of Thieves is your only other one that no one used. Um, Nick, for you, you put Call of Duty Vanguard. You did put Call of Duty Vanguard, and you put Eastward. What? Call of Duty Vanguard made your top 10? Nick's a big Call of Duty boy. Yo. He's a a COD boy. (laughs) Trash. Okay. Did you play it, George? Wait, hold on. Did (laughs) did you play Vanguard? George's laugh is the most, like, savage. It gets to your core. It's demeaning. Yeah, just so demeaning. It's like all judgment. Every ha is just like a punch in the face. Wait, George, did you play Vanguard? No, it looked so bad. I didn't even want to touch it. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I, I watched a bunch of gameplay videos and it was I was just like, it's in number. It's in, in Nick's number two spot also. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, was dude, no, dude, I, okay. I was like, wow. It's, it's in his number okay. eight spot. And this guy voted dread off his top ten. I actually thought uh, Vanguard was better than the last two Call of Duties. I, what were the last fair. two? I haven't Call of played Duties? a Call of Duty in about four. Call of Duty. Cold think, War. Cold War, I didn't play that. And then I don't know what Black Ops was. 4? No, or no, what about uh, Modern Warfare? Yeah, it's Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare? Yeah. So here, I, the thing. So I really liked Modern Warfare. That was a great game. Nick, I think Black Ops 3 was the last one I played. I trust Nick's opinion when it comes to Call of Duty games, genuinely. He plays every single one, and he plays every single one extensively. He knows them well. So the other thing that Nick brought up that wasn't on anyone else's list was he put Pokemon Brilliant Diamond on there at number 9. Oh, wow. Dude, love that game. I can get love behind that. that. Yeah. Um, and then George has quite a bit. That's not on anyone else's list. I'll just go down. My, my, like, my five George's... down, no one voted for. Yeah, anyway. six through six through nine. Um, I believe George. That. Even five, five, did someone vote for They're all Italian. Yeah. They're all just like <laughs> random. They're all just Italian <laughs> They're games. characters that I couldn't even pronounce. They all end in Compiziano. <laughs> there was a Russian <laughs> one, I think. Backwards R. What was the word I he can't... said? Help it that a lot of racing sims are made by Italians. <laughs> Anyways, George's number five. I think five. one's called like Ferrero Rocher. <laughs> Rocher. Uh, George's number five was Diablo That's French. Two. That's Rocher. Number Rocher. six was Icarus, which I have heard good things about. That's a PC game. Number six. Do you want to talk about Icarus at all? Because that's pretty high for you. Uh, it's nothing you guys haven't seen before. It's... It's kind of a twist on the crafting survival game, but their big change-up is that they added, you could almost call it that roguelike style to it, where um, you go on these deployments to a certain area of this planet, whatever, and then you it's like you're starting over every time. And so you have, and you have an objective. So it's not just this open-ended, just keep building crap forever. Um, you land the first time, and it's like you're, you're starting from scratch like everybody does, right? You're leveling up your character. And then once you complete your objective, you get back in your spaceship, you fly off the planet again. And when you do another deployment, you start over. You don't have any of the stuff. Oh, but right. you're leveled up. Sounds like the beginning of each Metroid. Uh, it it, it right. sounds like a No Man's Sky, but it's a roguelike <laughs> No Man's Sky. That's kind of what I hear right now. 
uh, No Man's Sky. Yeah, I could see that. Is it 3D or is it like a 2D game? No, yeah, it's first person. It's made by the guys who made Daisy. Um, oh, so the great game! Gameplay by the loop way. is kind of fun because where it's like the first time you landed, you worked, and these deployments are like a week long. So you log off, you come back on. It's like that week you did that deployment, right? Um, and so you could spend your whole first week, and you have a hut, and your objective was just pathetic, you know. And then, then as you get into the late game, you'll do a one-day deployment, and you're leveled up, and you're good at the game, so you can just you throw up your base real fast. You're building, you know, crafting like crazy, and you go out and do these hard objectives. And uh, you can do it. Uh, it's co-op, which is awesome. That's a lot of fun too. That's actually pretty sick. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Okay, so that was your number six number. This yep. is a cool one. This isn't a lot of people's game of the year, actually. Your number seven was Resident Evil Village, and that's got a lot of critical acclaim behind it, and that made a lot of people's Ooh, game of the year. I'm actually, actually, I'm not shocked that Ryan and Jacob didn't play that, but I'm yeah, shocked that you. I yeah. didn't play spooky. that Spooky. Spooky. Too spooky for yeah, us. Yeah, I've been trying to get Jacob to play just Metro Exodus, and that's too scary for him. So, Which, I'm by the way, I it. bought. I'm coming around you. to it. Thank you. I would totally I bought it that. last week. You bought it? <laughs> yeah, I played for about two hours. Was it scary? I'm gonna play it tonight. No, not really. It's it's worth it. <laughs> You're gonna play tonight, good. Ryan. I'm gonna stay. How, how far all did you get, night. Nick? Um, so I got to Chernobyl. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm fate killed. Then I'm reunited with my girl, and then we're actually wandering through the uh, spoiler the alert. outside area now. Whoa! In the what area, sir? You know, like the, you go through the whole first part, and then you find yeah. out that uh, the girl's yeah, dad the is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the thing you're about to say. Are you in the first major zone or the second major zone? Okay, girl's dad. Here, here, here. here. Let's do this. I am ready. I'm ready right now. It's dope. Nick, I'm ready to commit to a Metro Exodus playthrough review for Bushley Gaming if George and you are agreed to it. And if Ryan, you want to hop in on this too. Dude, 100%. I'm totally going to play this. Ryan, oh, gosh. Ryan did the thing where his eyes roll back into the back of his head, and he's lying right now. It's about a 10% chance. <laughs> I'm not lying. I'm totally going to play this game. He's going to show for the podcast Anyways, and have really strong opinions. I'm committing right now, Nick. I'll, I'll hop in with you if you commit to this. I um, always bring strong opinions, whether I play it or not. I'm in. Yeah, I, I, I love those type of games, and I think it's going to yeah. get us ready for Stalker too. Ooh, okay. This may take all of 2022 for me, but it's on my list. Probably won't play that one. <clears throat> anyways, back That's to George's You list. have all of 2022 to get ready for Stalker anyways. Um, um, but rest, yeah, yes, the, the enhanced edition of that game came out this year. I really wanted to put it on my list, but it's really just graphics. So That's, hard, that's hard to add. Um, yeah. George had at number eight Mass Effect Legendary, which is a good thing. I, I'm glad he oh, brought that up. Oh, dude. And then at number nine, he has F1 2021. Mm-hmm. Did you like that, George? I heard a lot of people didn't. Mass Effect? No, um, no, no, no. Formula One. Oh, the F1 game? Yeah, it, it's, it's kind of it, got that is FIFA a- effect where people hate it because they do a new game every year and they're like, oh, I got to buy a new game. It could just be a patch. Uh, right. The big thing they added this year is the story mode. Which is just hilarious. Basically a Netflix special. It, oh, dude. It's so over-dramatized. It's hilarious. <laughs> you kiss uh, my sister. Now I must crush oh, you in this race. Dude, the drama. and the, They're like shoving each other. I'm like, what it's happened hilarious. to sportsmanship? No, okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's awesome, man. So the F1 game, it, it made my list because, uh, yeah, I liked the story mode, which was really funny. And... You know, they just keep getting better. So I, I get that it's annoying to have to buy them every year, 
but I mean, it is the best one they've made. Um, about Mass Effect Legendary, I didn't want to say though, the biggest improvements were obviously in the first game, which was the oldest. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it, except I want to take it off my list because I bought it for full price and now it's on Game Pass. Game Pass. It is so, on Game Pass yeah. as of recently. I'm really, I'm really selfish. George, yeah. you know, I played, I played Mass Effect 1 through 3. Love the series. I'm a huge, huge fan of Mass Effect. So I, I had always planned to go back and play the Legendary Edition, mm-hmm. but I kind of pictured that I would, that Nick and Jacob were going to pick it up, but you guys didn't really ever seem that interested. I played Mass Effect 1 when it came out. And when I went back and looked at the, the remaster of 1, I was like, it's 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 the type of remaster that it's just visuals and graphics and some UI. And what I want for the Mass Effect series is I want a remake where it, like Mass Effect One. I remember that Citadel or whatever it was called, that main like location, that whatever the base. So it was very you had it right. New Citadel, New Jersey, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, the New Jersey within Citadel. Yes. Um, it was very empty, and from every description I heard of it, it's still empty. It just it's prettier. And it's empty still. So to me, if I'm going to revisit that franchise, I want it built out in a... You want your Citadel filled? I want my Citadel filled. Does that make yeah. sense, George? <clears throat> you you nodded there for a second. Diablo 2 yeah. has ruined uh, like me me having high expectations of... Uh, remakes? Uh, not remakes, just... Uh, or remasters. Remaster. Yeah, remasters, remasters right, yeah. yeah. It's got to be a lot more than that, uh, or else I'm nervous that I'm going to... So I never played Mass Effect, so I could totally jump into it. It might be good, um, but I'm nervous that I would have some type of Diablo effect where then I just get upset that my previous experience is now tainted. Yeah. Well, like you say, you don't have a previous experience. It should be fresh. So, For yeah, me, yeah, the yeah. Mass Effect trilogy is like part of the bedrock of my gaming yeah, life. Totally agree. Uh, I can't imagine not having played Mass Effect. I think it changed everything for me where I think it was the first story that like emotionally I was invested in. Mm -hmm. Did you cry? Ryan just froze when that question was posted. He's literally, literally for the video, for the video uh, viewer, he is frozen right now. So can you just put a picture of him crying? Actually, he's crying right now. There's a tear. I'm going to put an animated tear running down his face. Oh, there he is. Ryan, you're back. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry about that. (laughs) Did you hear Nick's question? Did it, did it cut out at emotional? (laughs) Yeah, it did. It literally, that question. If you cried and it's, you just froze at like, <laughs> Did I cry? I was having all of the the feelings were rushing back into my brain. All that the oh, endorphins yeah, 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 were filling yeah. my anyways, guys. My vision. I, I think this is good for six through ten. We talked about a runner up. Does anyone else have a runner up they want to mention before we move on to one through five? And I do think actually one that came up on all of our or two lists that didn't make one through five is I know what you're gonna say. Canterbury Spirits. <laughs> Canterbury Spirits. Nick had that on his list, and you had it on your list. I had it on my list and I was kind of like, this is, this is just there because I have nothing else to put there. Okay, good. We'll leave it there. Yeah. Um, the only thing I want to mention right now for my list is humankind. It was a runner up for me. I really enjoy that game. I think it's challenging the forex genre, um, especially when it comes to Civ. So that's a runner up for me. It's not in my top 10 though. I actually really want to play that game. Yeah. George you disagrees. Know, super dope. George didn't like game. it. 
Don't play that game. Okay, okay, okay. I'll stick with George. Civ. How many hours did you put in that Love game? Love Civ. How many hours did you put in that game? Uh, Who called out? Enough to know that the progression in the game is garbage. All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna really. What's the number? I don't know. It's like I'd two two hours, Does thirty minutes at least. Half of Does the game pass app keep track of it? It might. Yeah, if you go to your actual profile on It's okay. On the, I don't really it doesn't matter. Anyways, <laughs> that's it for our top ten. Again, to recap our I mean that's top ten. Top six through ten. Eastward number ten. Guardian. Did you guys did anyone else include Halo? Shut up. Guardians okay. number nine, Death Store number eight, Flight Sim number seven, Metro Gen number six. That's that's pending. I have some different sections right now I want to go into before we talk talk about our one through five. Okay. <laughs> Now an ad from our sponsors. Now an ad from uh, Tums. <laughs> Double stuffed Oreos. Do you have heartburn? <laughs> Tums will help you with that. <laughs> Nick will tell you how much it helps. Yeah. Anyways, okay, guys, I haven't said that. In okay, months. guys, I have a section that I want to talk about. The games you wish you did play this year that you didn't touch, but you kind of think that would have been in the game of your game of the year conversation, at least in your top ten. Um, George, I want to start with you. What of of this year um, did you wish you had played? Uh, number one is Ready or Not. I don't know this game. And so this is a spiritual successor to SWAT 4. Did you guys ever play that? No. Mm-hmm. I saw the movie SWAT. Loved it. Yeah, that, like Rainbow Colin, Six. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, this, dude. This is another <laughs> PC thing, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been on my wish list uh, since it launched, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. It looks bad. Uh, I have a lot of friends that played and say it's awesome. Dope. You can shoot little kids in it, so it's good. Wow, I don't endorse oh, that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> took a turn. Goodness <laughs> gracious. That's like the airport level on Call of Duty. It is. Uh, no Russian. Uh, it's, called, modern it's called War- No Russian, Modern Warfare 2. Right. Yeah. It's Warfare sort 2. of – have you done the training level and the original Modern Warfare where you know, you're running through the level as fast as you can? You have to sh- there's targets you have to shoot and others you lose points yeah. or fail if you shoot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And some of the so, targets are like yeah. children. So this is a SWAT game, and this it's a lot of like, okay, you breach the door, you got to make decisions real fast, you got to shoot. Um, so there's oh, risk, dude. That sounds intense. There's yeah, risk. So I was watching a friend play, and he like twitch shot some little kid in the head, and it like painted oh. the wall with his brains, and he was traumatized. <laughs> like, I had to stop playing. <laughs> Look at Jacob's <laughs> face. Is this a feature? <laughs> like, I'm confused. At why? You're all dads. I'm gonna let that. Yeah, George. George is a dad here. <laughs> The the most dad here. Yeah, he's a girl three, dad. Three, girl dad. True girl dad three times. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's a tr- genu- dad, genuinely that's a turnoff for me, George. Well, just don't do that, right? I mean, <laughs> be you good be at the game. That, that George has three girls, or that he played Get this game. Good. The most you make that version. mistake one time, right? And then now you're like, okay, I got to be, you know, careful with the trigger. You can't just go around shooting. Everybody. So what you're saying is there's stakes. Oh, you're not happy you can shoot children, but there's stakes. Yeah, no, you're not supposed to be happy about it. It's just it makes you feel like <laughs> well, you, you know. didn't. And then you, didn't communicate you can that. call an airstrike, and it's a real airstrike. So you better <laughs> hit your mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George. What else? Anything else on your list? I've got a couple things. I'll just run through it real quick. Uh, Chivalry 2. I That's on my um, list as well. I want to throw that in yeah, there. George, like quick thing. George and I in college, it was genuinely the first real first person like melee game I think I've ever played where you're, you're a knight and you're fighting first person other knights and you have shields and crossbows. And we play this game a ton in college. And I'm shocked that we Jacob, didn't. Jacob, we sh- played that too. 
Yeah, I recommend it to you. And we modded it. Played for Star like a Jedi Wars. Version. For Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, oh, did. Nice. <laughs> um, but I'm shocked that we haven't really talked about Chivalry 2 yet, George. Yeah, it's weird. It kind of just feels like that moment almost passed or something. No, no, no. Let's, <laughs> here, here. Here's another thing. 2022. Bushley Gaming Review of Chivalry 2. That, that rhymes. I mean, I'm down. I'm down to play it. Let's do it. I really love the first one. It rhymes. Ones. Anyways, what else? I've got Everspace 2. Uh, this is still an early access, but really cool looking um, like space exploration stuff for single player. Okay. I've got Griftlands. Alex recommended that. That's like a roguelite yeah. card game. Yep. It looks awesome. Dude, you guys are so into card games. I don't get it. You know, Why do you play? I recently, no. I recently made this realization that there's this, the people who like card games, at least in my personal life, the people who like card games are usually the more you're intelligent, say more intelligent I people. Knew, I, know. I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> the smartest people I, I know play card games. So I don't know. I don't know what that is. True. I don't know what that means. It's true, Ryan. <laughs> Dude, it's hard to have I fun if you're just frustrated the whole time. Man. It's hilarious. Like <laughs> You can't read cards. We're, 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 <laughs> Red Dead, we're playing Red Dead Redemption 2. No, this it has like the most fleshed out world. It's like and I play incredible poker. I play poker. story. And I'm like, Jacob, where are you at in the game? I don't know. Last night I played like three hours of Texas Hold'em with like virtual characters. I was like, Practicing for the real world. I'm, I'm Dude, entering the World nerd. Series of Poker soon. Anyways, George, what else? Inscription. Yeah, I've heard good things about this. Another mm-hmm. card game. Mm-hmm. Another card game. So, Ryan, just uh, go back to your coloring books. <laughs> uh, I would literally rather color. I, I doubt you will make it in the lines at this point. I'm really good at coloring so I'm super good at coloring. I'm kind of at the point. Um, I, I push an oval light on here as well. I don't this know. This is uh, in the vein of Stalker style games. But it's a card game. But it's yeah, it's played entirely in a blackjack game. So love it. I love it. I'm in. <laughs> uh, Anything else, George? That's it for my wish I had played in twenty twenty one. Um, Nick, I want to throw it to you. Any games you wish you had played in twenty twenty one? I think Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart is probably one. It's on my list as well. Um, mm, this was a, a game that is kind of leading the PS5 as far as exclusives, right? This is one of the, the few exclusive PS5 games that has to do a lot to do with their rift dimensions that they're in, they're using with this game. You basically have to have the, the SSD that they're using on the PS5 for it. I'm sure PC can do it. Um, but yeah, I agree mm. with that one big time. I want to play that. I'm going to pick it up on a sale eventually. We played Ration Clank. What was that? 20, was that 2017, I think, right, Ryan? Yeah, 2017 sounds right. Um, so this is the sequel to that, and I also will probably play this eventually. Anything else, Nick? No, that's really about it. Okay, Ryan? Yeah, mine was, I really want to play Death Door. I think I still yeah. will play it. Um, you guys had mentioned you think it was right up my alley. After that episode that we reviewed it in, um, I was pretty sold that I want to play this game. The other one would be Death Loop. Yes, yes. A lot of death. I missed out on a lot of death last year. You did. I uh, Death Loop, right up my alley. I think I was kind of bummed that I did not review that with you guys. I just was busy with some other stuff at the time, and um, man, that game looked fun. Just super arcadey. 
kicking people off cliffs. I could literally do that all day. Yeah. That's pretty much all I did in uh, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Um, uh, Odyssey. What's the Odyssey? Yep. Anything else, Ryan? Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Okay. The only thing that um, I had that I wish I played that hasn't been mentioned yet is Hitman 3. Um, uh, so Hitman 3 is getting a lot of praise. So the Hitman franchise is very niche, really. I mean, it, it's it's puzzle solving with a mix of third-person shooter with a mix of stealth. And Hitman 3 apparently does that better than any iteration of the game. And I have Hitman 1 through 2. Um, and I just didn't pick, it, pick up Hitman 3 this year. And it's getting very high praise. And I will pick it up on a sale and I will play it. Um, that's all I have to say about Hitman 3. Did, did you finish Hitman 2? I haven't finished any Hitmans. I just like them for their... Um, Hitman. Their sandbox, their sandbox effect. That's what I like about them. My biggest problem with 1 and 2 is that you have to replay levels over and over. I don't like that. Yeah, so the only way to know the story is to complete all the different scenarios. Oh. Which means that you go through and you find, like, the first time you play a level, it's awesome because it's like there's just so many different opportunities and things you can pursue and ways to do it. And you end up killing the target a certain way. Now you have that piece of the story. Mm. If that had happened, you have to restart the level and do the other scenarios to get the whole story. And it'll hold your hand through them so that you don't accidentally end up in the endings you've already gotten. Sure. So, then, so what started as like this <clears throat> sandbox of awesome opportunities is now this handhold held back. Walk over here. So yeah. You can, yeah. So that's what stopped me from getting Hitman three. If there was a solution for that, like I want to play it to where I just go through it, however I end up. And then there's some kind of, you know, I need to know the story when I'm at the end of the level. So I haven't, how about they use the drama and narrative of formula one <laughs> and one formula one driver hires the Hitman to kill the other formula. Well, dude, one there's, a level. They they did there's a level. There's a level Yeah. There's a level in Hitman too. It's one of the first levels. One of the ways a driver. Uh, yeah, you kill a driver. You join the pit crew and yep. like, dude, it's so funny you car. said that. of all the. I things, didn't even know that. Of all the things wow. you could have like just made up I in your brain. I should write for games. You shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Um, <laughs> I think I should write for so games. I got that ending when I played that level, and I was like, okay, this was one of the coolest missions I ever played in a video game, and it's like, okay, but. And they made it now into I a Netflix series. play it again and Here, not George, do that one. I, I will play three, and I'll let you know if they've improved improved on that aspect of the games. Okay. Yeah, how many more drivers die? <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that's enough for the games that we, we wish we played. I want to get into a section called the games that we wish we didn't play in 2021. Um, and Ryan, I want to start with you on that. What game did you wish you didn't play in 2021? Oh, man. You want this your time week, back. I, gosh. I put a lot of time into Psychonauts 2 and didn't finish. How much time did you put in Psychonauts 2? You put like two hours into Psychonauts At least 30 minutes. You're stupid. I'm kidding. No. I, I made it pretty far. Yeah. Like I was, I think, at the third level. And I just, you know, it just didn't speak to me. I, I love platformers and Jacob thought that I would love this game. I thought I would love this game. Um, it's just not a world that I was interested in. I think I just, I'm not exactly sure what it was, um, but... I did not enjoy it. I just didn't feel like it valued my time super well. So Fair enough. I know a thousand people disagree with that. I, I respect it. I really do. I think it's of the platformers. It is pretty niche. What from an art style perspective, from a yeah. storytelling perspective, 
I enjoyed it. It spoke to me, but I do think there's um, an argument to me that it's, 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 I would much rather be a friendly bear with a bird in his backpack. I would do honestly. Anything else, Ryan? Mm, That's it. Okay. Maybe Kana. You didn't finish Kana either. I feel like the last episode you mentioned, I want my time back. I feel like the last episode you mentioned that you wish you had finished Kana. That's true. I think that sounds familiar. Yeah, I think That's so. True. Anyways, all right, Nick, to you. Uh, if I could go back in time and get the 12 hours back that I spent on Biomutant, I would. Wow. Really? It was only in his number 10 spot, too, for Game of the Year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I really... So I had Biomutant at 11 and had Metroid at 10 and then switched them just to make Ryan mad. <laughs> I like that strategy. But, but if I could go back in time and unplay that and take that 12 hours and then do something really productive with my life, I would do that. Okay, fair enough. That's surprising me. I love that game. Biomune actually has a lot of um, negative opinions from a critic standpoint. It was apparently very bloated is what I read. Yeah, it was very bloated for sure. I think it was the... Um, there was something charming about the world. I think it was just so outrageous, over the top, like unapologetically old, bad kung fu movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like that vibe. Yeah, honestly, and if I, I just look loved back it about just, that. I think, I, I don't know, if we listen back, Ryan, I think both in, you and I would have probably a lot of positive things to say on the show. I think it just aged really bad for me. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I'm just like. Yeah, no, no I respect that. There was a lot to do. Yeah, and I didn't go back and do any of that, so I agree. Nick, anything else from you? No, that's that's. uh, If you had asked me last week, I would have said Metro Droid, but uh, Metro Dread. But But after our review, you you take that back. Take it back. So for the listeners, um, tune into our upcoming review of Metro Dread. That's what Nick's referencing right now. And Nick changed his mind, and he would rank it higher, and I know he would. Apologize for your ears, listeners. Uh, George, anything for you? Uh, games you Sweet wish you didn't play sauce. this year? I'm resting my mustache on the edge of the screen. Gross, Ready? Gross. Sweet sour sauce. Disinfect that screen. George? Can you make him stop? That's making me really uncomfortable. I'll kick him. Do you want me to kick him from this, this whole meeting right now? Let's just get him out of here. Okay. Let's see here. <laughs> I can kick you know, him. Like those sucker, you know those like sucker fish? Ready? That Hold needs on. to be no, the thumbnail. We have for audio this video. listeners. Anyways, Ryan, George, anything that you wish you didn't play in 2021? Battlefield 2042. Wow. <laughs> Can't believe you even I tried could, it. Actually, we I could second that, George. That. Did you buy it? Yeah, I no, bought it, it and it played a, for Oh, you paid for it? I bought like, it, pre ordered it, yeah, and probably played Ooh. three or four hours. And I was like, this is. So I played the Nicholas. beta, and it was horrible. Why, why would you pre order it? Then I played the uh, actual one, and it was a lot better than the beta. Still horrible. But why did you yeah, pre-order it knowing it was bad? Game. I pre-ordered it before the beta. Can't you cancel a pre-order or no? Yeah, I just didn't do it. I just forgot. <laughs> so I think the big critique, we maybe have talked about this. On a news episode. I think it, the, yeah, the biggest pr- critique was that um, it didn't feel like they were like blatantly trying to screw customers it was more of like trying to beat the rush of halo yeah, very and much get so. it out and it just wasn't done it wasn't a right? finished game 
That's what I read, George. Do you you confirm? I could see that, but it's not my biggest complaint. Uh, By far, the worst thing in the game is that the guns shoot in random patterns. Hmm. And so you could be dead on crosshair to somebody and just sit there tapping and just never hit them. And as I it's not like it. It's not a connection issue or like hit reg. It's just that the bullets are basically randomized. So it'll the way they did accuracy is not like other games where it's like, you know, maybe your first shot's pretty accurate, but then if you're just spraying, it gets less accurate. That's just like from the first shot, bullet could go anywhere, not necessarily where your crosshair is. Mm. It's like they're trying to be realistic, but it's like silly. I I don't know what they were thinking because it just feels like the number of times you'll just be dead on somebody and just unload a magazine at them and not even get a hit wrench. It's like, it it drove me absolutely insane. Uh, If there's one redeeming quality of this game, that's really cool. It's the uh, portals thing that they implemented. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but it lets you, you can basically play older battlefield games inside of this game. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of fun playing like, Battlefield the two old maps. games are yeah. amazing. So yeah, you can go back and they have the weapons <clears throat> and the vehicles and game modes. I mean, it's like it's like you're playing that game, but it's in this engine, so it looks really really good. And so the bad side of this is you have the gun problems. Yes. Oh, that carries over into the old so ones. So for yeah. our game for our Game Pass listeners, um, I think you get like a, a certain amount of hours free. So you, you get, don't have to. You get ten hours. And that's ten how hours. I played it. Yeah. So, I, in my opinion, um, this game might come together with patch. Don't buy it. Yeah, don't buy it. But yeah, in, don't, maybe don't in a year, it. it might be in a place. But right now, just use your Game Pass subscription and like try it out. Like what George described is exactly why Ryan and I were excited about this game. Is that I love 1942. I loved the older mm-hmm. games, and bringing yeah. those things back is what I want from a Battlefield game. I love those maps. I love those like guns. So there's potential mm-hmm. here. I really think that this game could be in a good place in a year, but it's yeah. not there now. It's yeah. such a shame because Battlefield is such a good series. Yeah, and this isn't new to 2042, um, but maybe it's just where I'm at in my life. I also feel like I'd much rather play Call of Duty Vanguard. I understand how different they are, so I, I get that. But like, I'd much rather play Vanguard, pop in and play a few maps where Battle- uh, Battlefield, I spend like half of my time running places. Yeah, right. I know that you can I know that you can like you know teleport faster and you know this and that, but um, I yeah. don't know. are different it's just, games. It's different. I was actually gonna say, but one of the better things, it, it, if they had solved some of the gameplay issues, this would be the way to play 1942, because you can, it, it, you can have other features like having 120 person games in 1942. Sweet. maps and game modes and you can spawn on your squad and like do all the modern Massive. stuff and you know the gameplay where you can vault over things and climb buildings like like it's the new engine but it's the old maps and the old guns so it just feels like such a epic. missed opportunity and i, I yeah, yeah i played uh i don't remember what map it was but it was like one of the classic maps that give you so much nostalgia but it's a it's 60 versus 60 and it's like this crazy battle it was awesome you know but yeah, they let it down. I say we revisit in a year, guys. Let's do that. Um, all right, George, anything else from you that you wish you didn't play? Okay. 
Battlefield um, 2023. Well, Metroid Dread, I guess. <laughs> Metroid Dread. You didn't even touch it. Um, so for you me, guess? From, from me, I have, it, George. You like it. I have two on my list. Um, one being Destruction All-Stars. I think there was some potential. with That was 2021, Ryan. Oh, this is the one that you didn't want to play. Yeah, I'm the sorry. games I wish I didn't play. Um, there yes, was potential yes. here. It felt good. It was just an empty game, um, even from a sound perspective. And then the other thing for me is Pokemon Snap. Ryan, um, I think this game is made for children, and I expect it to be made for um, children who grew up in the 90s and are adults now, and it's not that. It's still made for children. <laughs> games Jacob. made for children has never stopped you before from playing literally anything else. Yeah, I'd... but they're good games made for children. This was a bad game made for children. Do you Dude, remember? Pokemon Snap is magic. Do you remember me making fun of Ryan in the group chat and then texting you on the side, being like, "Dude, I'm totally kidding," yeah. and I was just making fun of Pokemon Snap so hard. I loved it. I appreciate it. Anyways, I wish I didn't play Pokemon Snap, guys. That's it. Jacob, did you I'm, play? I'm did you ever like Pokemon you, Snap? I loved it as a kid in the ninety no, in the nineties no, uh, in sixty four. I loved you it. You played that mm-hmm. one. You liked it. No, loved it. Obviously, he didn't. Okay. No, um, didn't. All right, guys. Our next section is. <laughs> I don't know if I even sent this to you guys and and think on it right now. I'll go first if you don't have something. Favorite non-2021 game played in 2021. Can I go first? Yeah. Minecraft. Hey, I, I, I endorse that. Dude, I'll never I'll never like stop that. playing Minecraft. I like that, man. Just randomly, I'm like, yeah, I need to work on my world. And I've been working on the same world for probably three years now that Jacob and I started and it's glorious, and I'll continue playing well into 2022 and 2023. We have an Is there anything new with it, or you just like playing it? They still? randomly, yeah, they update, you know, mobs, ocean life. Yeah. They've done all that stuff, and I'm still waiting for the next gen lighting set. Oh uh, now that I don't know that they'll ever be able to do it because, like, as far as I understand, the actual coding for Microsoft is just spaghetti and just. A nightmare so i don't know if they'll ever achieve it um but i think that eventually they'll they'll create a next gen version of minecraft i don't know that it'll have ray tracing but it'll have something uh something different graphics wise just, uh, just get a pc and play the rtx version yeah they have they have mods for the pc i know i've considered <clears throat> that uh i've definitely watched all the videos on the rtx but my computer that i have right now does not have a um the right graphics card for that i have an amd it's pretty sweet i tried it so anything else ran from you that's it okay um nick did you have something Uh, i'd say disco elysium yeah and that actually borders a 2021 game too right um wasn't it released on the switch this year (laughs) it was released on the night in 2019 and then in 2020 it was released the final cut came out on the switch that's what it was no no Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good pick. I still plan to circle back to that eventually. Um, no, you won't. And R- Ryan I- can't play that one. There's way too much reading. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Way too much Nobody's reading. got time for that. Circling back on Ryan, that was called the Super Duper Graphics Pack. That's what originally was being sold as that ray tracing. They abandoned it for consoles. They did. Yeah. Yep. Um, George, anything from you for games you game of the year-ish 2021 that you didn't play in 2021? Or that you did play in 21 that didn't come out in 2021? Uh, Bannerlord 2. Solitaire. <laughs> uh, Mountain Blade Bannerlord 2 is wow. still in development. And it's they've been dropping huge patches all year. 
So I've been putting a lot of time in that. You, is this like a beta version of the game? I don't know if they're, they're they might still be calling it early access, but at this point, it's it works. I mean, you can, you can play it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, you guys haven't been playing Cyberpunk at all. We're waiting but, for the next gen pack. I do. I can't wait for the next gen pack. I want to play that. Yeah, that's it's had some on the versions that are released. Uh, there's been a lot of changes since launch over the last year, and it's gotten a lot better. So I've been playing that as well. We we will play that. Um, anything else, George? We'll play that in 2077 <laughs> <laughs> when the next gen patch comes out. Um, uh, just two that I already mentioned. Uh, you know, sim racing, of course, and then. Uh, the enhanced edition of Metro Exodus came out in April. So uh, I did a replay of the game just to do the enhanced version. Well, you'll need to do another replay when Nick and I play it for a review coming up here. No, I just saw, I think it was on Goad or Humble. You can buy the whole Metro series for like under 20 bucks. Yeah, but that's PC and I'm sure my PC can't run it well. Um, I'm going to buy it on Series X probably. Nice. Anyways. Well, yeah, because I think Enhanced Edition is good for your next-gen console. Okay. Um, my only pick for 2020 game that I love that didn't come out in 2021 is Tetris Effect Connected, and we have a full episode on that. Oh. And it's an amazing episode. It's an amazing game. <laughs> I just bought it on my Switch. So I played it on Game Pass originally, just bought it for my Switch, and it's just the ultimate version of tetris and uh i recommend you go back and listen to the episode it's all connected that's it that's the song it is all connected it is that's right it really is all right guys that's the end of that section our final section before we get into our top one through five is friends of the show games of the year okay i reached out to some of the friends of bush league gaming and i said hey we're doing an episode here what was your game of the year and why? Okay. I got about four or five responses here. The first, the wannabe critic himself, Gabriel Fast. Ooh. Ryan, you, you, you should be excited it's for gonna this. It's going to be a super giant game. It's not. You're going to love this. His game of the year is Metroid Dread. Yep. I know. I knew you'd love that. Gabe says. Jacob, quick, while he's standing up, kick him out of this. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got my chair stuck on under the table. Gabriel Fast says, Metroid Dread delivers a rewarding experience for OG Metroid fans while, oh, it does. while also offering plenty of plenty for newcomers. That's what Gabe says. Plenty of wasted time, I agree. <laughs> Snaps for Gabe. Okay, here here's one for George, all right? His bestie. Ethan Maestri. Ethan, Ethan. Maestri wrote in. His game of the year, and now a caveat here. He said he didn't play many games that came out in 2021. Maybe just one game. Humankind. Okay? And George, I'm, oh. I'm, I back him on this. And I'm going to tell you right now. He sent me a reason. Just listen. He sent me a reason why. <sighs> and after re- reading this reason why, I told him, I said, if you ever want to write for Bush League Gaming, you have a platform. I told him that because it's it's just very well founded. Okay. Okay. This is what Ethan it. says about humankind. And I sorry, I'm sorry if I stumble over my words here. Amplitude, ampli- <laughs> amplitude, 
Amplitude, good start. Amplitude Studios demonstrated that it is possible to create wrote all that? to create a turn-based <laughs> strategy game that is just unique and enjoyable as Civilization, but isn't a ripoff of a franchise that has defined a forex for decades now. Humankind offers players a choice to delve deeper into building a culture and empire with a narrative that stands on its own. At the same time, it is obvious that the developers love the Civ franchise and have followed the things that work best in Civ in their game as well. While the uninitiated might look at Humankind as just another forex game that exists in Civilization's shadow, fans of the genre will recognize that the innovation and care that has gone into Humankind to make it a unique and wonderful experience from an early game start that immediately grips you with history and narrative that feels real, quotes, to its unique art style and graphics, Humankind is a breath of fresh air for turn-based strategy games. Yeah, well, he's wrong. That's the thing. That was beautifully <laughs> eloquent. <laughs> I'm if sorry for was... butchering his words there. No, I, there... I get what he's saying. And he, he does focus on the best part of the game. You know, he spells is... amplitude wrong, apparently. Um, yeah, that's the best part of the game. I read the, amplitude the idea that... <laughs> The way that you do create a narrative for your civilization, how it changes with the ages, like it does end up feeling like it has way more identity than just taking one, like in Civ, for example. Yep. Create your own culture. I love that. I love it so much. I, I know he That's was throwing cool. some shade there with the uh, to the uninitiated, but <laughs> I still think it's just it's not that different from the Civ games. It's not. He's saying it's a breath of fresh air. To me, it still felt too too similar. Anyways, for the two big points that are a, a breath of fresh air for me when it comes to humankind versus Civ is the obviously the culture that we talked about. You kind of develop and evolve the culture throughout your entire yeah, play. That's awesome. That's unique. That's new. I love it. Also, the combat. The combat's more complex. It's got a little bit more depth to it, and I appreciate that as well, especially as someone who plays primarily as a, you it's know. A, is it card combat? get out of here as like uh, a combat driven domination focused um, victory. So I appreciate that too. That's a development there from Civ. Regardless, Ethan Maestri's pick humankind. I like it. Well, yeah, I wish he was here to carefully explain how much of an idiot I am. Let's revisit humankind maybe with him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have a write-in from sloth. Timmy ham gave us his game of the year. His game of the year is Halo Infinite. And he oh, explained yeah. why. He didn't explain why. He just told me Halo <laughs> Infinite. So that's it for Timmy Ham. Um, next up. Classic. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Next up, we have uh, a write in from the Bearded Console Gamer. And guys, you will back Great me on guy. this. We are huge fans of the Bearded Console Gamer. George, I need to introduce you to this guy. He's UK based, he's a Brit, great accent. Great well, takes I need a on your best friend anyway, since because <laughs> Ethan's me. out. <laughs> um, the bearded console game roasted Nick on Twitter, which is pretty. He hilarious. did roast yeah. Nick recently. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, oh. He said that Death Stranding director's cut is his game of the year. His rationale okay. is <laughs> the only correct answer is Death Stranding director's cut because it is still the only game out there that gives you the power to force Norman Reedus to shower pee and poop on command and throw his weaponized waste at ghosts <laughs> i'm i'm into that i'm into it as well um that's so, what i would have added to my one i wish i would have played joking aside he is serious about this and i also own this version i haven't started it yet but i talked to him a little bit on twitter and he basically persuaded me that it's worth starting um that's the bearded What's console different gamer. about it dude 
they added some quality of life things. Um, I think they made it a, a bit, obviously there's a graphical upgrade for a PS5, um, but also they added some like new vehicles and a little bit areas that made it a little bit easier to progress through the story that weren't so daunting. Um, and that's a lot, like it's, people have described it as like a walking simulator. And I think some of the additions have helped with that. Um, next up, we have two more write-ins. Carlton, Carlton Weber wrote in, front of the show. He's going to be on some upcoming episodes. His game of the year is Guardians of the Galaxy. He has three points why. Uh, first of which is dialogue. He said that constant chatter that didn't repeat, it gave a sense that the game was sort of living. Um, he said that the choice element was also great. He said it felt that the decisions impacted the game, um, but also increased the desire to play again as far as replayability. And he said the combat took a moment to learn, but once he did, it was really intuitive system. Um, and I just love that that's his, his game of the year because he's a Guardians of the Galaxy fan. And before the game came out, he was asking you know, us if, he re- if we recommended it. And it sounded like it, we recommended it and it resonated with him. So that's a cool pick from Carlton. The last item we have is from Hari Menon. I'm so sorry. Hold on. I was doing peace signs for Carlton. Okay. Top yeah, finger I saw was... It. I'm yeah. so you were sorry. flipping Carlton. off Carlton. Carlton, you're my bro. Uh, for, the, for the audio <laughs> listeners, apparently Ryan was flipping off Carlton. Sorry, yeah, it literally that was that was bad. George, is, I'm sorry. I'll Our last write in is from not like Carlton. Is from <laughs> just just shred Carlton right now. Friend of the show, Hari Menon. Um, Hari. George and I both went to school with Hari. His game so. of the year is Metroid Dread as well. His oh, reason, Hari and I were on dude, a listen, much more connected. Level Hari's a doctor, <laughs> and none of you are. Yeah. It's true, and I bet you he it's doesn't true. even play card games. I, he plays card games. I'm I'm almost positive he plays card games. If he, if he doesn't, then if he did, but, he'd be good at them. Yeah, Metroid Hari. Dread. Stop, Hari. stop. Let me. I'll read it, Metroid. I'll read Hari's reason for Metroid Dread. No, I love you, Hari. Let, I love you this. so much. I'm texting him right now. He says Metroid Dread. It was able to blend old and new so well. It was just a it perfect was, distillation yeah. of everything I love about the Metroidvania genre. Challenging, totally engaging, agree. and just a lot of fun. <laughs> Shut up, right? So true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys, that is it That's- from. It's really funny. I almost thought you read the wrong thing at first because that first sentence is almost word for word exactly what I wrote about my game of the year. <laughs> it is. <laughs> George wrote game. up a nice description and we'll get there, George. But you started um, reading it and I was like, that's like exactly the words that I used. Okay, guys. Sorry, we're connected, bro. For the listener, we're an hour plus right now, finally getting to our top five. And for such occasion... To discuss our game of the year for 2021, I think a wardrobe change is necessary. <laughs> Guys, we're taking our shirts off. For such an occasion, this is a, a big event to announce the game of the year for Bushley Gaming. So Take I, my socks off? I thought it was appropriate that I wore, with my feet. wore a blazer for this final part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys I, for the audio listeners i am now wearing we a black dude you kind of look like miyamoto a black felt vaser, <laughs> blazer right now um guys i hope you support this uh, decision to wear a blazer 
Dude, I'm all in. Look at that screenshot. All right. You or took no, a is it is it Sakurai that wears like the random t-shirt under a blazer every yeah. time he's on the I think Miyamoto the does too. I'm pretty sure Miyamoto has Maybe never Miyamoto not worn too, a blazer. Yeah. Anyways, like for right. the audio listeners, go you go tune into the YouTube channel. I'm wearing a blazer now. Um, okay. <laughs> just as we discussed look, just as we discussed before. I'm gonna take my jacket off. Ooh. Maybe more? In solidarity. So we all have like these like super neutral colored shirts and then you're leading the discussion in the blazer i think that that's a good look what can i say all right guys we're gonna do exactly what we did with top six through ten but with one through five um, i'm gonna read to you our top i'll stop i'm gonna stop at four so we can settle this um metroid dread discussion because the score for metroid dread falls in line with our top four five and six so four five and six need adjustment number six is metroid dread number five is death loop and number four is the ascent oh my god hold on one one note worth here real quick we all four of us have different games of the year all four of us have different games of the year and maybe hold it until the top three don't share your game of the year until the top three but for now Let's talk about the top four, five, and six. Um, just to start it off, personally, I think we should move Metroid Dread up into the top five and the Ascent down into the top six through ten. I think the Ascent should be number six, and I think Deathloop should be number four, and I think Metroid Dread should be number five. I am I will not 100% settle. game for that. I will not That's settle. Two votes for metroid being outside of four i've played all three of those games we will stay up all (laughs) night um metroid guys objectively nick objectively metroid dread is not outside of the top four and you still haven't even finished it we're not talking i did finish it right now george i'm saying george yeah but hold on hold on we're not talking about top four right now george George, let's hear about, your opinion real quick, because Nick agreed with me, right? Nick, you have full endorsement of that decision, right? I think the ascent is way more impressive than Metroid Dread. But Whoa! You didn't play Metroid Dread. I I played enough to just go. Uh, it's another Metroid oh, game. Oh my god! Let me ask, let me ask you this: How many wow. Metroid games have you played? All of them. All are, of them. Are, you're so like, you're like a big Metroid fan, then. I am a big Metroid fan. Interesting. Okay. Go down this rabbit yeah, hole, though. We're coming there's yeah, bias. no, reel it back. Reel it back. No, there's bias. You're there's say. George, George, tell him why you think uh, the Ascent is better. Start there. Because the Ascent Please. is pretty impressive. Please. It is. I, I agree with that. I think the Ascent was more original. It was uh, more impressive. I mean, even if putting off, taking off the table the fact that it was made by, like, two guys, basically. Yeah. Um, just doesn't matter you could stop that game whatever middle of a gameplay just freeze frame for a second and in one little frame of the ascent there's more detail and attention you know attention to detail and art and like passion you can just really tell how much they poured into that game versus metroid dread which just really was like i can't i'm not saying it's a bad game it's just like yeah it's another metroid game First cool. of all, okay, being made by two people, you want the most said, improved trophy. Let's, I said we can take that off the table. 
Yeah. I said, even taking that off the table, there was more attention to detail. I felt more passion in it. There was way more originality. And Metroid was kind of like, yeah, it's not a bad game. It's just like, yeah, it's a Metroid game. And and guess what? If you listen to our episode, Ryan, we do come to that conclusion. It doesn't innovate. It's just, it's a good, a really, really good Metroid game, right? Yeah. Dude, I am so mad. Ryan's world is crumbling down around him right now. I feel like it is like the perfect evolution of Metroid (laughs) because it's super cinematic. And George, you didn't get there, but it just becomes like a really... Yeah, it's How's just a really good. good. I'm not. I'm not. Okay, so here, Ryan, dude, the hold, boss battles are some of the best of it. And I, I will second that they're really good. Okay, hold your hold off for a second here, Ryan. I want to ask George a question. George, are you okay with Deathloop being a, above the ascent? And, I, and this I, is Nick. I have Nick no played both. Deathloop. So yeah. Nick and I both played both, and we both put Deathloop above the ascent. I I leave that to you guys, but. Because, again, Deathloop, it's like, that's an original game. I'm sure there's a lot of cool stuff in that. But Metroid, it's kind of like... Okay. So here... He, I'm I mean, s- Ryan said it himself. It's an evolution. How is that the same as innovative? It's not. It's an iteration. It's not All a, a revolution. All of the top five games, aside from The Ascent and Deathloop, literally, are evolutions of previous games. Well, I can almost can, guarantee you. Just looking at the top five list. Anything. Um, okay, so here, this is I'm gonna. I think we were able to lock this in right now, um, and we're gonna settle this Metroid thing here pretty soon. So right now, Deathloop is locked in the number four <laughs> spot. Fist fight. I told you, friendships will be broken tonight. I said that at the beginning of the show, friendships will be broken. We are now at that stage. Um, so what I said is, we locked Deathloop in at number four. We are now debating. The number five and six spot. Did we lock Deathloop in at number four? Yeah, Jacob's there's, there's, just there's, like, yeah, you guys no, fight over five and six. This is absurd. There's, there's You're like, no we locked Deathloop in at so number four. So Nick and I 100 locked in Deathloop at hey, number there, four. There's no way that the Ascent or uh, Metroid Droid uh, come before Deathloop. There's and and just I, no way. I'll, I'll back, I'll back Nick on that a bit. Um, I'm fine with that. No way. No. And, and George backs. So on my personal list, okay. Oh, here, real quick, can, real quick, I, real quick. Fine. Deathloop fine. was above Metroid Dread on my personal list. It was for Nick and it was for George. Both Nick played a bit of it. George didn't play it at all. So neither of those games are anywhere on my list. But <laughs> I'm the only one who played both of those all the way through. No, the Ascent is. Yeah, but no, we're talking about Deathloop and Metroid Dread. Like I yeah. said, Deathloop is locked in at number four. Mm-hmm. Um, we are debating number five and six right now between the Ascent and Metroid Dread. I vote Ascent. Whatever you guys decide, no so be it. There's no way that Dread doesn't make top five. That's just that's actually like a mockery of the video game world. So I, I vote Jacob. This comes down to you because you know where my vote's at. I, I see, that's the problem. I vote Metroid Dread, and now we're split. Hmm. I think Metroid Dread is top five. Okay, George, did you put uh, was Ascent your number one game of the year? No. Here's okay. the, here's this, Ryan. So you obviously don't believe in it as much as I believe. So go, in go this is here. It's a great point, Ryan. Go ahead and reveal your number one. Metroid Dread. Mine's Halo. Oh, you didn't need to reveal yours. We were holding. <laughs> it, we were holding <laughs> you literally just said, "Go ahead and reveal." I thought I, you I were waiting said, for him Ryan, to reveal. I literally it. said, "Ryan, go ahead and reveal your number one." I didn't hear you say Ryan. I, put I didn't hear Ryan either. Maybe but. I didn't say that. I'm apologies, but regardless, um, Commissioner. 
to me, one arm out of the to blazer. Me, now. This is where the the golden pony comes back into the picture. If something is your number one, I firmly believe that we should entertain it being in the top five. And neither of you have the ascent as your number one. Ryan has Metro Dread as a number one. I back his number one. So to me, if I'm going to settle the tiebreaker based off just that alone, Metro Dread will be number five for our list. Fair enough. Can we get All full right. support? Can you guys endorse that? Well, no, uh, because on numbers, on your point Can systems, it didn't win. Can I get a witness? It's just the, uh, you just made it a exemption. Basically. That's because, George, you <laughs> did not play it. Yeah. And Nick played like I 30 just, minutes. I think that we're going to settle. Nick said I think we're rage gonna, quit. That's we're worse gonna settle. than not playing it. Yeah, not look, playing we're gonna it means it might this. be good or bad. It doesn't yeah. say anything about the game. It says more we're, about Nick. We're going <laughs> to settle on this, but I just feel like metroid is just such a fanboy game and not like a game that really <clears throat> compares against others in uh what it brought to the table right like if it wasn't such a fanboy genre i don't think that we would be comparing it against any of these higher end games i think if metroid dread came out today and nothing had come out before it i think you would love this game I think no, would I would have still rage quit after an hour and a half of looking for a door I think, that wasn't. I'm not visible. saying you. I'm saying like the general public. I think. Oh yeah, it would I still think that's hold up. Fair. That's a good point. Anyway, it's I think still it, a great I think, game. I think it would be a good game, and I think it's a good game now. I don't think it gets more credit than two guys who designed the Ascent or Deathloop or like whatever. I just think two guys is impressive. I'm not going to even debate yeah. that, but I feel like. I feel like it's impressive that two guys made it into our top six. Yeah, I mean, what I was saying is that the ascent is more, more original to me, and what Ryan is saying is that if you just if you don't hold that against Metroid Red and just look at it as uh, on its own, not as part of the series, and that's I, I, a very good game. I really and, right. I want, and I want to remind you guys these three games that we're talking about were within one point of each other, and when we talk about one point. That means a lot when we're looking at these lists where we didn't all play the same games. So that's the reminder here. And I, and I mean yeah. it when when we want to honor Bushley Gaming as a whole, if one of us is saying is something is their game of the year, that's got to be in the top five somehow. Ryan, you got Hari and Gabe yeah, on your yeah, side as well. Yeah, look at that. So. And, take my shirt and off. actually, Ryan, take I'm going to go ahead and concede right now because yeah. I think I've been looking at the Ascent with rose-tinted glasses a little bit. Really, if I think back on my time... It lacked ultra-wide support. I had to go for an external solution, which was a pain. The spider boss was instantly game-breaking for me. I <laughs> couldn't get past that. That's a, you that's cheated. Really good. You cheated. I had, I had to cheat. So that was the second time I had to use like an external aid just to play the game. <laughs> so yes, you know what? I the think we can lock in. It's off. I'm taking it off my list. <laughs> stop okay the ascent is number six okay the ascent is number George, six thank you for your honesty thank you for being an adult nick it's time to revisit death loop what do you mean <laughs> no, about no, death no 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 i i this is where this is where i come in with death loop um death loop is better than uh, Bush, he's like executive decision bushley game i'm wearing so a, a blazer i'm wearing a blazer wearing that a blazer. is enough yeah. to decide so yeah. anyways we settled that number six the ascent at number five spot metro dread makes it in the top five Number four is Deathloop. Nick, are you ready to reveal what your game of the year is? Should I? Yeah, go ahead and reveal it. Did you forget? 
Is it coming up next? Is that one? He totally uh, forgot. It's unpacking. It's not. You can share it's, what... It's definitely... Is that a game? Oh. That was your game of the year? Oh, wow. Game of the year. I actually... I I didn't think that he'd have that in his top five. Yeah. So, <laughs> Deathloop is coming in at number four. That's why I was kind of so firm on it landing in four that Nick and I both agreed um, after playing it. And... Uh, yeah, Deathloop's number four. We're now in our top three, guys. And our top three, um, we all, except Nick and even Ryan, agreed on this game. But our number, both George and I's number three game was Forza Horizon 5. It was Ryan's number four and didn't make Nick's list. So I think it's a pretty firm three given both George, mine, and Ryan's vote. Nick doesn't like racing games. I think that's a bias that we should share. Um, but regardless, I think, can we firmly say number three is Forza Horizon 5? I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I'm So I think I know what one and two are now, I hope. So the, the last two games that are, are pending, and I'm, I'm, I don't share your number one yet, but um, It Takes Two and Halo Infinite are the last two games that really were on our lists that are showing up in the top two here. Um, George, gonna be good. you already revealed that your number one was Halo Infinite. I think we've all revealed except for you. I'm It Takes Two. <laughs> I've, I've kind of expressed throughout the year that It Takes Two has been at the top for me and nothing's been able to um, beat it, in my opinion. Jacob, tell them what my, what my number two was. Nick's number two is It Takes Two. Ryan's number three is It Takes Two. So It Takes Two made the top three for three of us, and George didn't play it. So that's why this conversation needs to be kind of settled here, is that Halo Infinite also, it was my number two, it was Nick's number three, it was Ryan's number two, and it was George's number one. Um, again, this is where the numbers come in to fault, is that George didn't play It Takes Two, but we all played Halo Infinite, and we all voted for it. So if mm -hmm. George played It Takes Two things might be very different from a numerical value. So right now, Halo Infinite comes at number one from our cumulative score. Our number two is It Takes Two. The question now is, do we want to change that? Does It Takes Two Man. overtake Halo Infinite, or is that the right list? I think Ryan, you can convince want me you that It think, Takes Two. I want you to think about the experience you had playing It Takes Two and think about any other game that gave you that experience in the last decade. I know. So I have an interesting story about it takes two. Um, you and Jacob played with your shirt off for three days. Jacob and I played without a shirt. A lot of Vaseline. Um, yeah. I uh, I sat on his shoulders. Yep. As, <laughs> as, you do, as you do with co-op games. Yeah. It's typical, right? And But anyway, I ended up sharing this game with a lot of people. So I sent it to my niece and nephew. Uh, my sister and her husband played it. And like across the board. And these are people that I don't consider like huge gamers. They all play games, but um, not like a huge variety. It like changed everything for them. I mean, they were like blown away by It Takes Two. I think it, I think this game speaks to a much wider audience and even Halo. And, and that's coming from someone I've played every Halo. I'm obsessed with Halo. I have books on Halo. I, I can't believe I'm saying it because I, I think Halo Infinite, the direction it will be, 
I think Halo Infinite could be this year's best game and possibly next year's best game, depending on what they release. Um, but It Takes Two was like a, a very special moment in, I feel like, my life and I think a lot of other people's life that played this game because it's so unique. I, I completely second that, and that's why it was my number one game of the year for 2021. I don't think there's a game like it. Um, I think it innovates in ways that are somewhat unheard of for the game industry at large. They would do level design that would be about 10 minutes of gameplay, but it's a completely different genre of game now. I mean, we turned into yeah. an isometric uh, Diablo-like game. It's like Diablo yeah. to Street Fighter. Yeah, to, like it, they, they yeah. did things that just were there for a quick experience and then they moved on very quickly where like if you talk about resources and um, being resourceful as far as like we're going to put a bunch of work into designing this type of gameplay they were not doing that and it was for our benefit it was for our enjoyment that now we're just ice skating and there's a whole ice skating level but again that's just one quick experience and that's the entire it takes to um kind of design is that it's just experience after experience after experience everything feels fresh nothing is repetitive and you're doing it alongside a friend and laughing genuinely laughing the entire way um halo infinite it's my number two game of the year and it is a return to form for halo it's not halo 3 good it's not halo 2 good but it's pretty close and when i say pretty close i'm excited for the future of halo the halo infinite campaign felt like a really good concise experience but i was felt I, I wanted a little bit more at the end there i felt like they teased some things i felt like the biomes were very limited it was just forest and we'll get into that in our episode but to me halo infinite is a great start for what the future of these 10 years of halo infinite is but when i talk about a full experience it takes two is is my game of the year um and again i'm, I'm not saying that it is all of our games of the year, but that's my advocation for it. Um, and George, I don't think you've really expressed your endorsement as Halo Infinite for your game of the year of 2021. No, my new game of the year is It Takes Two. After not playing it? <laughs> not having played it. Uh, yeah, again, it's tough because uh, Halo Infinite is the best game I played that came out in 2021. Yeah. So I'm not really going to try to defend it against It Takes Two, which looks like an incredible game. If I had at least one friend, then I could play it. But uh, since I don't, I'm just stuck playing Halo Infinite Campaign, um, which was an awesome game. I mean, it I, I, I love the way that they combined kind of the old linear Halo sections with the open world. Um, it never felt stale to me. It felt like I just wanted to keep going. If if I had any criticism is that I felt like it ended all of a sudden, you know, yeah. and I wanted to keep, keep going to the point where I'd actually just restarted the campaign after I finished it, which I almost nice. never do with games just because I had so much fun with it. So yeah, infinite's awesome, but uh, I'm, I'm not going to try to defend it against it takes two. So this is the, the key thing here is that I had, it takes two above halo infinite. Nick had, it takes two above halo infinite. Ryan had Halo, Halo Infinite above It Takes Two. So genuinely, in my opinion, this comes down to Ryan to decide this vote um, because he's the only one who played both that is disagreeing with It Takes Two being Game of the Year. On paper. 
on paper. My have the turntables. <laughs> wow. I was on your side about Metroid Dread. Let's see. <laughs> you trying to play Nick favoritism? That's how this, me dude, the back. Go back and listen to 2020. I did not go back and listen to 2020. I have found myself in another situation <laughs> where I am in control, <laughs> and I'd I'd hate to mi- mislead you into thinking that this wasn't by design. You stupid. But here I am, about to decide the game of the year for Bush League Gaming, Brian. Just often said that it takes two better be number one because wow. she played this with me. So if you I value Afton's try to shoot a lot. my golden pony, I'm telling Afton. I value Afton's opinion a lot. But you tell Afton that her husband is a lying, backstabbing. I'm kidding. Anyway. Wow. Well, are we, are we breaking up? Are can we, we just get like a, a clip up. of him saying that? I think so. <laughs> Let's have a video uh, for it. Honestly, I want to see my ringtone. As much as I want to just dismantle everything you've argued for, both you, Jacob, and Nick, it would be so, so hilarious. I take pity. And I think It Takes Two is that good of a game where I think that could be number one. You heard it here first. Bush League Gaming's Game of the Year for 2021 is It Takes Two, followed by Halo Infinite and the number two spot. I'm going to read our full list now, starting from number 10. Number 10, Eastward. Number 9, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 8, Death's Door. Number 7, Flight Simulator. Number 6, The Ascent. Number 5, Metroid Dread. Number 4. Let's revisit that. <laughs> number 4. No, no please, God. Deathloop. <laughs> Number three, Forza Horizon 5. Number two, It Takes Two. I'm sorry, number two, Halo Infinite. Number one, It Takes Two. Game of the year. Guys, can you sleep tonight? Other than Ryan. Is that a clap? Am I hearing claps? Am I seeing claps? All right, guys. That's the conclusion here. Um, I think that's a great list. I'm going to... So when it comes to the actual video episode... I'm going to put a graphic in during the whole episode so that someone has something to look at as we change the list here. Um, and uh, guys, let's get in some housekeeping. Housekeeping. Upcoming episodes. We have a review for Forza Horizon 5 coming up here. That, that's with George, George's brother, Alex. And um, who is our fourth on that one? Adam. Adam. Adam was our layperson. We have a Metro Dread review coming up. Halo Infinite review coming up. Age of Empires 4. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Pokemon Legends Arceus. If any of those games interest you, please hit subscribe, um, tune in when those come out. If there's any game you want us to review, write into the show. You can find out any um, contact information in the description of both the podcast and the YouTube. Hit subscribe there. And guys, I apologize for these technical difficulties, but thank you for this episode. This is the longest Bushly Gaming episode ever, I think. Our 2020 Game of the Year. We're running in about an hour 40 close to an hour 40 right now um but again we'll see you next week i love you but you tell afton that her husband is a lying backstabbing